Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Believe in Chargers. I'm your host, Born and Azari, alongside, of course, Lorenzo Neal. And Lorenzo, we got a special one today, Quentin Jammer of the San Diego Chargers, a former teammate of yours. Introduce the one and only for us, Lo. Absolutely. You know what, Jammer, you know Jam, Jam, that used to be a Jam, and Jammer was definitely the guy. He was the lockdown, shutdown corner. If you wanted to try, if you wanted to make some money, go to Jammer, because Jammer was going to be all over. He was physical, loved that guy. He could play in the box. He, he was a corner, he was a corner that should have been playing safety, a corner, but could play, but, but actually could actually hit you, would hit you. He could have been a linebacker, you name it, he could do it. But uh, Jam, thank you, bro. Thanks for jumping on the show. And uh, shoot, man, excited to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. It's been uh been uh I I've been missing you, my guy. <laughs> I hadn't heard from you in a while. <laughs> absolutely. You know how it go, B. Born and you know, we, we start rolling, doing radio, TV, whatever it may be, raising fam kids and family and uh -huh. and you know, sometimes, man, it's just life, man, itself, Quentin. You know, sometimes you get caught up in it and you, you forget about you know, those those great people that you have in your life that you can reach, pick up the phone, and that's what I did with you, is pick up the phone and it's like it's like being like yesterday, man. It's, 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 it's always good, though, to know you have that brotherhood. And with that being said, you know, Barney, we're talking about leading into training camp. How big is training camp and what does training camp means to you, uh, Quentin, when you're talking about for an NFL team? Um, training camp, I think training camp is important because uh, in training camp is where you begin that brotherhood phase because you're going – you know, you, you're all going through tough moments. I know, you know, when we went through training camp, it was a little bit with Marty. It was a little bit, it was difficult. A little and different, you huh? Were a little, even, just a little bit. You were even before me, you know what I'm saying? But I know you went through some tough training camps. You know, the uh, NFLPA, they, they made it a little bit easier. So you're not going through as tough of a time. But at the same time, it's um, where you where you create that brotherhood, especially with, you know, new guys, um, um, whether it be rookies or, or new teammates. Um, um, that's coming from other teams where you where, that that you picked up in free agency, and I think it's a time where you um, you put it you put it together, you get your plan together on you know uh, on on how the season um, is gonna is gonna turn out, you know, and it's it's football, so it's gonna it's always gonna be up and down. You never know how the game is gonna turn out, but you do know. Like um, you, you, you do know the guys that's gonna ride with you, and the guys that's not gonna ride with you. So um, I think that's uh, that's what training camp is about. You know, it's not. I, I hate that it's not tough anymore, though. You know, like, <laughs> you, you know, you guys, you guys get to just, you know, the guys get to just kind of, you know, skate through training camp. There's no, there's no, you know, there's no, uh, you, the, I, I, no Oklahoma drill. I, I know. We didn't do it. We didn't do the Oklahoma, but we did. But doing near nine, yeah. exactly, and that's and that's what I was telling Born. I said he was asking me, and I was like, man, just that nine on seven, going sometimes double days in pads, full. Yep. You're sore. You're you beat up anymore, and then you don't yeah. sit anymore. So that's kind of what it was like in the older days. Me and Borna was discussing that. Yeah, and and then that you know, then and that's when you knew the real ones from the fake ones. You know what I'm saying? When, when you're going through like tough two a days. Like you know who who gonna um who gonna ex excel and who gonna who not gonna excel and that and I'm sure that's how you know rookies win vets over and I, I was asking Low about it uh, a few weeks ago when you look at someone like Rashawn Slater on the Chargers I think everyone knew day one once he went against Chase Young like he was that man he was going to be there for a very very long time Jim what about you though like when you go to training camp and let's say you're more in your vet years and you see these rookies. 
you know, how how fast are you able to tell, regardless if he's a first round pick or not, how fast are you able to tell, okay, okay, this guy's going to be in the league for a long time versus I don't care. He went number 10 overall. This guy doesn't, doesn't have it. You know, can you tell, can you tell that fast in training camp? Um, you, yeah, you can tell. I mean, it's pretty fast, <laughs> but you, you can tell, you can tell, you can tell those guys that, uh, that, uh, are gonna, or not gonna make it. You can, you can tell pretty, uh, um, uh, pretty quick. Um, the what are some signs of that? that? Yeah, yeah, what are some signs of that? What are you looking for when you start to see a guy, when you're watching alignment, assignment, <laughs> technique, when you look at football, and we know it's, it's only one ball, it's only one guy can have it one time, especially on the defensive side of the ball. What do you look at, especially when it comes to DBs? Because you know now this is right. a passing league. You got Mahomes. You look at now Russell Wilson, Derek Carr. This AFC West is going to be a gauntlet. What do you what do you look at when you're looking for a cornerback? Um, me, it's it, it's kind of different. I think it would be you know it, it differs in um, in any corner that you ask. But um, but me for me, it was always mental toughness. You know what I'm saying? Because like as a cornerback, you going these guys getting paid too. You're gonna right. get beat. Um, uh, you're gonna get beat. People gonna catch passes on you. Can't shut everybody down. So, like, um, uh, when guys would hang their heads and get sad after you know somebody caught a ball on them, like you know, it's, it the the body language is bad. It's just like, but the guys who didn't care and was like, okay, I'm gonna get you. We gonna like line up, line it up again. Let's run it back. Mm -hmm. Like the line up and running back guys are gonna have way more to success than the guys who are showing the bad body language and you know like. If you're getting drafted like high, or if you're getting drafted to come in and um, and and help a team at cornerback, you you're gonna have all the intangibles. You're gonna have great feet. You're gonna have great hips. You're gonna you know um, you're gonna be fast. You're gonna be usually lengthy or big. Or um, they're drafting you uh, as a special need. But um, uh, the mental at the mental aspect of, of football, like I learned like early on uh, that. Football is way more mental than it is physical. If you can, um, if you have a high football IQ and and you can you can pick up the game and um, and you can and you study and you do all the right things, you'll um, you'll succeed. Like you don't have to be the biggest, fastest, strongest, but you also have to be like really mentally strong because all the guys that have went on like low is the Hall of Fame fullback, but you know he mentally strong he'll run through a wall mm -hmm. you know at, at any given moment and then there's guys that you know that are that you know um at corner like they just you know they you, you could just see like if they get a ball caught on them because they excelled in college they get a ball caught on them at practice or they give up a lot of yards in practice and just kind of go hang their heads in the corner or something like that and it's just no, you don't want to see that from your cornerback. You know what I'm saying? I totally, totally. You don't want to see it at all. It, 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 with that being said, born and working, working people go if they want to say, I, you know, listen to Q, but listening to Quentin, God, I know where I can go to make a bet on which corner that I want to put my money on. 100%. Yeah, you our like partners that. at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Again, head over to the website, use the code BELIEVE, B L E A V. It's your number one source for all betting needs. We got a lot of sports coming up, too, man. Major League Baseball is in the thick of it, NBA Summer League's occurring, but we're ready. We're really ready for NFL talk. We got training camp coming up again. Former Charger Quentin Jammer joins the show talking about the mental aspect 
of the game. You know, Quentin, let's I want to, you know, transition a little bit to Asante Samuel Jr., right? Who's kind of mm-hmm. an up-and-coming corner for the Chargers coming out of Florida State. Obviously, his pops was in the league for for a long time. And I, you know, you guys are similar in some regards and different in some regards. So someone like yourself, right? You coming out, you know, of Texas, you're top five pick in the draft, and you're really physical, physical corner in college, right? Then what kind of happens when you come into the league is the NFL starts kind of catering more so, at least from what I see, to the offensive side. They start mitigating what corners could do. I think when you were in the league, they enacted that rule where post five yards, you couldn't even touch a corner or else they'd throw the laundry on the field. And that that was tough for you, right? It made you have to adjust what was your bread and butter in college. I think with Asante, you're seeing a little bit of the same. You know, he was a press corner, played very tight, used a lot of his hands. And then he saw some laundry get called out on him, you know, his rookie season with the Chargers. So, you know, what kind of advice would you give to someone like Asante in, in, a, in a big, important year two as he's going to be the team's number two corner? Um, and, you know, what kind of transition do you think he can make kind of from what your experiences go to show? Now, you, you know, what um, they enacted that rule the, the first year I got in. And so the the one thing is that I know I wouldn't even have to give him advice. He'll He'll adapt. Um, mm-hmm. because that's, you know, that's what we do, um, as players, we'll, we'll, we'll adapt to the rules because we have to play within the rules or else we don't have a job. And the thing is, is, uh, like I said, they enacted that rule my first year. Um, the first year, year I was in, I probably okay. set a league record for uh, penalties. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, and then the second year, you know, the penalties went down and by the third year, I wasn't getting called for those penalties anymore. So you, you kind of adapt to the rules, you get used to them. Um, and you, I, I, I do remember though, um, Marty Schadenheimer, um, <laughs> made me he made me practice in boxing gloves. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. Practice, yeah. I had to practice in boxing gloves and like it, it start when it started to work, he made everybody practice in boxing gloves. So we would stop holding and the contact would, would decrease, um, uh, within the first five yards. So, um, if, there was any advice that I could give him. I put on some oven mitts or some, you know, some boxing gloves. <laughs> I love and, it. You know, and 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 try it like that. But like I said, um, he he'll get it. He'll adapt. He'll adapt to the rules. I, it, it's hard. It's tough. You don't want to adapt. You want to be, you know, hard headed and stubborn. But you have to, or you're going to be out of a job. I, with that being said, when you're talking about different things that you had to go through, the transition of being the corner and, and making that adjustment, Quentin, to your game, you look at guys that we had, Drayton Florence, athletic, could run, do certain things. We Camardi, Antonio Camardi could fly, you know, run like a deer. You look at those guys, you look at certain guys, it, they played, good players. But how do you, when you look at yourself, you say, okay, like for me, guys made a bit more athletic, but I knew that I'm going to outwork them. What is it about you, the longevity, guys that you've seen come in the league, out of the league, maybe had more athletic ability? What is the difference? I want the listeners to know, what is the difference that that had you have a 12-year career in the National Football League in spite of some of the you know shortcomings that you and I might have had when you just the tangibles, when you look at the, what they call the protocol corner or fullback, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's, you know what I mean? The best ability is availability. So... <laughs> You know, if you're available to play and you're not getting hurt a lot, you know, um, and you can and you can put it together and you can be um, consistent. I think, you know, availability and consistency um, is is what 
what uh, made like what what gave me a long career, you know, because I was, you know, I wasn't like the greatest in the world. Um, I wasn't the worst, but I was. Cons I think I was consistently like good to great, um, and everything that I did was consistent. You know, like you knew exactly what you were going to get out of me. Um, every game, every practice, um, every workout, you knew exactly what you going to what you were going to get out of me. And um, and just you know, uh, just being available, man, and not you know having those nicks and like out being out for a season or out for you know five to six games. Um, I kept my nose clean, so you know, like I'm not you know out in the streets right. and it, you know, it, 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 it worked out for me. So it's um like, I, I, again, like, I think, you know, just being, um, just being consistently good and being available, I think, you know, would, would it, it, it's going to uh, work out for you. 100%, 100%. And you, you make a great point. Consistency and availability, not just in, in pro sports, I think in any job is, is something that's valued, you know, sure. by, in, in any, in any way, in any corporate fashion. So, you know, it's a great point. Let's transition a little bit, Jam, to, to, to this year's Charger team. I mean, listen, these, these expectations are sky high. You, you have any comments, any insight on, on coach Staley heading into year two with, with this franchise? I mean, we got a young looking like superstar quarterback on this team. I saw him ranked as the second best quarterback in the NFL behind Mahomes. I mean, you can even flip flop it if you want. Josh Allen's in that conversation, but let's let's talk about Brandon Staley and maybe you know you've had some great you know head coaches and Marty Schottenheimer kind of stands out. The late great Marty Schottenheimer. Mm -hmm. You have Brandon Staley, who's a little bit of a, a different guy. You know, younger, not as established, but still going to use his his voice. I'd say you know two things. One is you know how important do you really think a head coach is? Um, you know, for a team's success, even if the personnel is very good. And two, you know, you have any comments on Brandon Staley and what he can do to improve on in year two with this team? Um, I think a, a good head coach uh, with a good young football team can do amazing things. Like we saw it with Sean McVay, you know what I'm saying? Like um, they won the Super Bowl last year. So um, um, I think that, you know, with this team, like let's just – say like the quarterback herbert is a superstar like there's a superstar oh yeah he's a superstar no other way to put it um they have a superstar offense you know like they like the offense like should it i mean the offense is um probably one of the top two or three offenses in the league um so that khalil mack signing was huge now you got boza and khalil mack um and you got a good you uh young group of uh dbs and you got you know you have uh, a a good group of linebackers man there's so not really a weakness there's not really there's a weakness. no weakness there's no weakness so um i think the head coach is the guy who has to put it all together you know what i'm saying like to because like if you just look at it on paper like this is a super bowl team like um or we're gonna go deep into the playoffs you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it, like it's like it's again, it's football. So, you know, it's we went 14 and two one year and got put out based on a, you know, a, a, um, a fumbled uh, interception. So like right. anything can happen. But at the same time, you should go. They should go deep into the playoffs. And um, Brandon Staley is the one who has to put it all together. And I think he can. I think he can. It, it may not be this year, but um, 
And but they have to do it soon before they have to start paying that rookie quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Two years. Exactly. They got two years left yeah, to, to make years. something That's happen. It. That's it. Else, so yeah. It, it's yeah. gotta be it's gotta be now. With that being said, when you look at this team comparing contrast, you made a great point. Fourteen and two. We beat the great Peyton Manning. You were, you know, pick him off. All the things that we were able to do. The, our team, 14 to linebacker, Sean Merriam, we were lights out. We had Sean Phillips. When you compare and contrast the two, two, the two teams, which team, I mean, when you think about it like that, is this team poised to be a, a team to have that type of run and, and better? Because when you think about what we were and how deep we were defensively, I think we kind of underachieved. I don't know if you – what say you? No, we underachieved for sure. Definitely underachieved. Like we um, – but it was – um, we made a lot of mistakes in that game, and it was yeah. not on the coach. It wasn't on the head coach. It was player mistakes. I mean, you have Drayden Florence. Like on fourth down, we get a sack force fumble, um, gets up, headbutts the tight end, um, and we get, a, yeah. we get a – it's a – 15-yard penalty, you know, I, I still remember it. We have, you know, Eric Parker fumbling a, a punt return, you know, and they 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 get the ball. So we we kept them in the game. We kept them in that game. You know what I'm no saying? With, with our mistakes, player mistakes. Not It had nothing to do with the coach. So um, with that being said, like as long as, you know, um, um, the players – can uh, minimize their mistakes and um, learn from our mistakes. They go back and watch that game. Um, uh, I think that they'll be. I think they they make a deep run. I think they make a deep deep run. But um, if I'm comparing the two, oh man, uh, I think I, I I think we were deeper, um, but not by much. But wow. I, I just think that's a, know, that's a compliment that right that's a huge compliment I'm saying because yeah. it, with, with that being said you look at the, this team what is the if you barring mis injuries and mistakes what is the biggest hurdle what do you see as just a position opposition out there when you look at around the league what is the biggest opposition you see for this charger team it's the same thing with every charger team every 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 charger team has the same issue injuries like mm -hmm. like you 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 know it, it's always it's always an injury or um you know to to like a a big play big time player so that's that that's the only thing that i can see and um, is that jam is that team. something go ahead I was just going to say, is that something in terms of injuries where it's just an unfortunate situation? Is it is it something where do you think it's a it's a training staff issue? Like when when you when y'all were on the team, was there something that you necessarily didn't agree with from a training staff perspective that was leading to a lot of injuries? Was it just unluckiness? Was it Marty busting y'all's butts way too much at practice? Like, what do you think contributed to all those injuries? Um, I honestly, I wasn't even talking about our team. <laughs> I was just talking about. <laughs> Teams after, well, um, just in general, yeah, okay, okay. Just in general, like, uh, it's it's just unluckiness. Like, it's just the uh, it's football. It's the the luck of the draw. The the luck that um uh the way the ball bounces. I guess you know you could say because you know I I remember you know Keenan Allen catch making a spectacular catch in the end zone, and I think I don't know if it was his spleen or what got hurt, but they wasn't the same the rest of the year after that you know it's it, it's just always 
It's always something to a, a big time player. It's always a guy missing, you know, six to eight games. And it's always a big time guy that has to miss those games. And um, it has nothing to do with, like, I don't think it has anything to do with uh, with the training staff. I don't think it has anything to do with, um, um, with how, you know, guys are being trained. I just think it's just, it's just, it's, it's football, but like it, it just seems that it happens more to the Chargers than any other team in the league. If you know what I'm 100%, saying, 100%. Yeah. Talk, talk to me. Talk to me about uh, you know veterans, and I, I think that's very important. I know we've had other people on the show. Sean, you know, was talking about how important it was to have have low in the locker room and the veteran presence. You know, we have a lot of young guys on this team, but there's also you know every championship team has a solid veteran presence. I mean, you saw Andrew Whitworth on the Rams, Aaron Donald, like two veterans, big veterans on both sides of the balls. And, you know, you need a lot of youth to preserve longevity and, and have talent, but you, it's very important. You know, I can almost say, which is crazy low, Derwin James was drafted only three, four years ago, but he almost feels already like a veteran, right? On right, this football right. team. Just, just no because of the, the, the presence and command he has in the locker room. And on the other side, you have guys, you know, like Corey Lindsley, who's the best center in football, who's in his 30s and a, and a big veteran. So, Jam, when, when you came into the league, who were who are some big veterans that, that took you under your wing? And, and, and tell our viewers, you know, about the importance of that, you know, for, for a young player, not just for their production, you know, on the field, but for their confidence from, from a mental perspective. Man, I had, I had some. Uh, I had two really, really big mentors that were uh, veterans on um, one, um, Rodney Harrison, mm -hmm. and then eight great junior Seau, you know. Um, and mm. the, the reason um, guys like that um, and guys like Lowe coming into a team um, are important is because as a young guy, you don't know how to be a pro. Um, you don't know how to be a professional athlete. You don't know how to come in and, and, and work. Um, and then study. You don't know how to do any of that, like the way an NFL uh, player needs to um, do it or be a professional off the field, you know, and those are the guys who kind of, you know, who, who I'm not going to say kind of, but those are the guys who taught me how to be a pro, you know, like on and off the field. And that's the importance of having veterans. They teach you how to be pros on and off the field and they do it selflessly because, like it's a good point. Like you right. may you may be coming in to take take a position and you get a guy to take you under their wing. Do you I, I like I, I'll take um Drew Brees and Phillip Rivers, for instance. Sure. You know, you know Drew you know um Drew Brees was a starter and Phillip um was the guy who was gonna take him take take his position, he's gonna take his take his job. But you know, I there was never a <laughs> never a day when drew wasn't teaching philip right you no know? so he did it selflessly he, he 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 knew that this guy was drafted fourth overall to take my job but you know he didn't he didn't he didn't care he was he was teaching this young man how to be a pro how to be uh nfl quarterback and you know he knew he was gonna he's gonna be with another team but guess what he went on to be you know one of the most successful quarterbacks to ever played in the league right <laughs> you're a great he, trainer he passed on his knowledge to a guy who is going to go down as one of the best quarterbacks to play in the league. So it's a, uh, it's, this is that, that's why you need veterans to, to teach you and prepare you uh, for, for what's next in life and in football. No question. Well said, Jim, we're getting ready to wrap the show. I'm going to put you on the spot and, you know, me and 
Born and we kind of do this into the show and you know want to thank you again for coming on. But I wanted to ask you, if you were sitting right now and the head coach brought you in and he said, I'm gonna give you two minutes. I want you to talk to my team. Or if you said, Quentin, if you don't want if you want to rather talk to the defense for two minutes and talk to the offense for a minute, or you rather talk to the whole team together, what would you say to this team or either side of the ball before this season start, knowing the kind of talent and where they're at right now in the NFL? Oh man, I talked to the whole team, and you know what? Like, I, I, if, if I, I, I don't know if I could say it in two minutes, um, but you know what I would like to do? I would like to show them um, that fourteen and two team, and what we accomplished, and how we were defeated, and you know, and and give them kind of a rundown of. Um, of like how we were defeated. It wasn't uh, coaches' mistakes. It wasn't like we just outright got beat. Like we gave a team a chance to beat us and they beat us. And I think that these guys um, have a team to be, uh, they have the team to be as good or way better than we were that year. And we were brought down by just player mistakes and I would tell them, like, it's you You become a team in training camp, but you have to play like a team. And you can't make boneheaded mistakes as an individual. You, if you're going to win, you got to win as a team. Because if you're going to be an individual and you're going to do your thing, you're going to lose. And I kind of think that's, you know, that that's where this team is right now. If they come together and um, and 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 Brandon Staley can get them together to play at play as a team, I think I think they're gonna. Uh, man, I, I I think they're the best team in the NFL. To be honest, wow, with you. wow, that's, that's where wow. I, that's that's where I put them. I, I they can be they are the best team in the NFL if they can put it together. That's uh, that's some powerful wow. words from former Charger Quinn Jammer, and it's. Uh, Listen, it's 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 a very it's a very good debate. I mean, you have teams like Buffalo in the conversation, the Rams in the conversation. But listen, we 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 broke down this roster. There there really truly isn't a weakness, and a big a big kryptonite of the Chargers in the past has been their special teams. You know, they had they had some pretty pretty good kicking last year from Dustin Hopkins, in which they re-signed him. They got a new punter, uh, you know, J.K. Scott. So usually special teams has been a big issue. Last year, kind of for the first time in a long time the organization found some stability in that area. So that right. being said, Jim, last thing for you. So it seems like we, we know who you have at the top of the AFC West, but I want to hear kind of what you, what your predictions are with this division, because listen, here's something Man. that Lo and I have talked about. <laughs> and it's, uh, but here, here's, here, here's something that's really interesting though, because now they only give a first round bye to the only the top seed in the AFC now. And the concern in the AFC West is every team's going to beat up on one another. So yeah. probably, the, probably a team in another division is going to get that first round bye, right? Yeah. So how would you, how would you rank this, this gruesome division? I mean, by far the best in the national oh, football, league. not even close. Oh, man, it, it's a tough division. And I'm going to go on to say um, I am in by no means, and Lowe knows exactly what I'm talking about, biased towards the Chargers. No, like, you're, you're, yeah, you keep it real. No. <laughs> I keep, I'm keeping it real. So when I say I think that they're the best team in the NFL, like I, I really mean that because I'm not – that my bias is like 
my charger bias is out the window, like yeah. completely out the window. Um, but if I'm going to rank the division, it's a tough division, um, tough division to rank. Um, but I'm going to have to go Chargers, KC, Denver, and then the Raiders. But it's it's such a tough, such a tough <laughs> division because you got, I mean, you got you got probably the best quarterback in the league. Um, and at least, you know, two of, two of the top five quarterbacks in the league and then one like top 10 to 15 quarterback in the league, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, uh, it's all going to be like, who, who's going to be the better defensive team. And I think the chargers are the better defensive team than any of the other guys in the, uh, division. Jam, crazy. Jam, Jam, Lowe's mad. Lowe's mad. Lowe's mad you got the Raiders at the cellar. Lowe is bullish on the Raiders, and I don't know why. He's, he's, he's the biggest Derek Carr stan west of the Mississippi. I don't Fresno, State, Fresno State. Devontae Adams. You got Devontae Adams from yep. Fresno State. Him yep. and Carr is the back together. Guess who's yeah, back? Fair. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? I have, Believe it or not, Jam, I got Kansas City in the bottom of the cellar. I got yeah. Kansas City. Really? Losing, losing Tyreek. You can't know you're going to, you can double now, Casey. You lost Tyreek Hill to Miami Dolphins. Dude. So now Mahomes would just throw the ball up. Athletically, I get it. Mahomes is the best quarter. But now you don't have Tyreek, the Jedi, the Cheetah. You, you got, that's problems, bro. So now you don't have that speed that can get down the center. And now you had Kelsey, Kelsey high and low. You had that combination. Pick your poison. A tight end is a game. He's a chain mover. Tight ends aren't necessarily game changers. They're chain movers. They're going to get you some nice plays. But receiver is that guy who's that game changer. So I don't look at the Caden City Chiefs anymore. Their defense always been struggling. So I yeah. don't like their defense. Believe it or not, I got Kansas City coming up the rear. I think Denver don't know exactly who we're going to see out of Russell Wilson. Believe it or not, I have the Raiders as the number two. I have Chargers, Raiders, Denver, and I think Kansas City because they have they don't <laughs> never have had a defense. Denver has a defense, guys. Yes. So I don't sleep on Denver and don't sleep on going to Mount High and have to play. And that place is going to be rocking because they got a guy by the name of Russell Wilson there, and he's coming to show everyone that he's not done either. So that's where I'm at. I'm with the jammer. Same church, same pew, <laughs> just a different preacher. <laughs> you may, I love it. I love I, it, Lauren. I, 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 I honestly – like uh, I think it's a toss up. To be it honest. is. I, I, it this, is. This is just it my is. Thing, but I, I honestly think like it's a toss up. Like, it is. Yeah. That 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 division, like anybody can win that division. Like literally, no. they all have a, team a shot. Right. That can win that division. So and, and like they're gonna beat up on each other for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, you make a good point too about Denver. Even some of those bad Denver teams, if they're a six-one Denver team, it is always still so hard to go to mile high and win. Because like even even if the Denver team's bad, you can't breathe. You know, Jam. You know you can't breathe up there, bro. Man, <laughs> is that real? By the way, is that is that real? Like like feeling yes. that altitude? No, yeah. It, about first the first two quarters. Ooh. Like it's a, it's, it's rough. It's rough. Yeah. Like, morning, morning, you like, you like, oh my god, what's wrong with me? You come to the sideline, what's wrong? Yeah. You like, man, where's, 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 like, your lungs, 
gonna explode. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, it it's always tough. But Jim, listen, th thank you so much for for taking the time out of your day. Uh, I know you're a busy man, but it, it's great to have a former Charger on with Low, of course, and and talking about this team. It's it's exciting times to be a Charger fan, and it's uh it's interesting times as well to see kind of what this team does. And it's great to have a perspective of of two former Chargers as well. So, uh, you know, we, we we really appreciate your time today, my man. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Fun. Love you, Jim. You're the All best, right. brother. Appreciate you guys. All right. All right, everybody. Take care. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.